And now we get to have on Andrew Drano Lano from Caddy Now and a bunch of other neat projects. Caddy for several years on the PGA Tour. Andrew, how are you this morning? Doing great, guys. Uh, you know, it's uh, great to be back on the show. Yeah, man. Enjoy uh, ch- uh, checking in with you and uh, catching up. Andrew. Where we're at in, uh, in the great world of golf. Oh, it's uh, and it gets better and better. Let's uh, you know, uh, we want to talk about the Caddy Now program, but I, but I want to talk to you a little bit about your experience on tour and you know what you see right now with this Brooks and DeChambeau thing. I mean, what is your take on that? First, first off, is this a contri- well, is mean, this a contrived thing, Andrew, or is this real? Well, you know what, it, it, it's kind of hard to tell, but, yeah. uh, but the, you know, my, my observation is this, and what's being overlooked in the whole matter is, is as we know from the get-go, I mean, golf is a gentleman's game, yep. and it's a gentleman's game, and it involves class, Thank and, you. and it involves, you know, all that, all that kind of stuff that, you know, that Nick, Mr. Nicholas and Mr. Palmer, hey, they were, they were rivals. That's they exactly right. They each other really bad, but yeah. guess what, they did it with class, mm-hmm. so... You know, my big thing is, you know, I mean, they never knocked each other during the process. Yeah. They wanted to beat each other, and uh, I'm not sure that's what this is. I mean, we are in this UFC world, and, you know, golf isn't UFC. Right. Did it draw attention to golf? It sure, sure did. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, I'm not sure that it's that great of a thing, to be honest with you. Uh, Andrew, uh, you were out there for how many years? Like 10, wasn't it? Weren't you out there on, on tour for like 10 years? or 25. Long? 25 years. And who did you work for? Uh, big, bigger names anyway. Well, I mean, I started off, my, you know, my biggest name was Kenny Perry. Yes, worked sir. Him most of the 90s, came back later on. So about a 14-year cumulative thing with him. And then I had some, some stints with, you know, Tom Watson, Nick Faldo. Nice. Uh, worked for Michelle Wee when she played against the guys, Peter Jacobson, um, you know, and actually got to, you know, on the amateur standpoint, got to even caddy for Tony Romo. Wow. I uh, tried to help qualify him for a U.S. USAM. Uh, I mean, for yeah, U.S. amateur yeah. down in Dallas. So, you know, golf brings people together from all different, you know, sorts, places, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's been it's fantastic for me. I mean, golf has brought people into my life that I never would have thought I've got a chance to meet and, and be able to talk to and be able to just be around. Yeah, so you, it's, you, you know, it's a tremendous sport. Yeah, your stint on the PGA Tour was a little longer than mine because mine was like eight months. But uh, I'll tell you, you know, baseball has a lot of stories, but I'm telling you, golf has some stories that you wouldn't believe, and you laugh your butt off every time you start talking to tour players or tour caddies or whoever. I mean, it, you know, it's it's an insane world out there. It, it's crazy, you know? Yeah, it is. I mean, and, and honestly, it, it doesn't matter what age you are, right. yeah. what religion, and none of that. It it, that all kind of goes away. Once you put that T in the ground yeah. on 18, everybody's trying to do the same thing, and, and, and that's, you know, shoot a low number and, and enjoy the game and enjoy the walk, as they say. You uh, know, it's great recreational, great great to exercise, and really, honestly, it's, it's really hard to beat. You know, I, I I didn't have the names you had either. I, I was lucky enough to 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 work for Mike Reed at the in the '76 Open when he led the first round. He was still an amateur at Brigham Young, and uh, and, and from that I, I sort of uh, a guy named Terry Dill. You remember the pickle? You remember him, Andrew? Yeah, years ago. I, I yes. So sure. I yeah. so I worked yeah. for him, and and the, one of the stories that that's just I tell people all the time how crazy these guys are. We were at the Ed McMahon Quad Cities Open, which is now the John Deere. So it was this week like back in 1976 and we were 
you know, he was saying, don't read my putts. I, I can read my own putts. And, you know, by the time the first round came around, I was reading every putt he had. But but the, we were, you know, this, exactly. time of, this time of year in the Midwest, it's beautiful. It rarely rains a whole lot. And the sky was crystal clear blue, Andrew. And he looks at me, he says, it's going to rain. And I said, Terry, there's no forecast of any rain in this area for the next month, man. What are you thinking? So a few weeks go by, and I think we were at Westchester. And we get a little storm. And he says, I told you it was going to rain. I'm thinking, good. God, this guy is crazy. <laughs> but that's I just mean, a small storm. But that's the norm out there, man. Yeah, I mean, the, the tour players, honestly, they're a different breed. <laughs> oh, you, just, you just brought it up. Yeah. Every single one of them. I mean, I caddied for probably in my time, probably 60 to 70 plus guys. Yeah. And they were all different. There yeah. were no two the same. <laughs> and you had to adjust to that as a caddy. But you get to see the greatest golf in the world, which is, uh, man, uh, people have no idea what it's like to, you know, I I don't really like to go to tournaments anymore because, and, and I'm really snooty about this, but I, I tell people, once you've been inside the ropes, it's not a lot of fun being outside the ropes. <laughs> you know, it just isn't. No, and, I, and I, <clears throat> I mentioned that to someone the other day. I said, I said um, 30-something years ago, yeah. and this is a true story, Lee Trevino showed me a shot at Hilton Head in the bunker there, and I still use that shot today. Really? So I mean, I mean, it's it, yeah. I mean, he showed me how to hit a you know a buried lie shot. Yeah. And it's and obviously one of the best short game guys ever that oh, ever played for sure. Create his own game and yeah. basically taught himself everything. So I mean, I I tell people that and they look at me and go really I go yeah I mean you know when you're able to walk right next oh. to these greats and be able to see how they prepare and to see how they go about their business. I mean, during the time, I probably didn't appreciate it as right. much as I do now. Oh, you know, it's it's an incredible life. Um, but anyway, I want to talk about the Caddy Now program because uh, that's something you, you're near and dear to your heart. And, and, and explain to us what the Caddy Now program really consists of, Andrew. Well, the, well, the Caddy Now program is it's something. It's a basically it's a comprehensive caddy management like for your club. So basically, for the clubs that currently have caddies, you know, which you know, there, there's you know, we there's over a thousand plus, you know, in the country, maybe even more. You know, this program is set up to kind of bring things up to you know, up to up to speed. I mean, the it's an app, and it basically works like app. I mean, like uh, Lyft or Uber, if you can imagine that. Okay. So now you can you can put your whole caddy program on that app. You can contact your caddies, um, member requests, the you know the caddy master or the or the head pro, whoever that may be. It's all right there for you. You can you know, it's not a, you don't have to use your phone. You don't have to do um, you don't have to do any texting. You can or whatever. But mm-hmm. I mean, and you know you can pay on the app. I mean, it's just a whole. It's just a really a, a comprehensive way for uh, to save time for the club. Um, to save, you know, it's great for the member. The member can say, hey, you know, I want greenie every time, right. you know, I caddy, and that right. can be noted. And so, you know, it's very, it's just a very organized, you know, it's basically like putting your order in, going through drive through you know, at, at any fast food place. So you can do that. I mean, it has TC integrations, which is great, hmm. cashless payments, which I, which I mentioned. You know, you have performance ratings. Your member can rate the caddy so that the club knows how things are going there. Um, virtual check-in, you know, you, you don't have to go out to the club and wait at 7 o'clock and sit until Mrs. Smith comes at 10. Right. You know she's coming at 10. You can get there 
at 9.30. I mean, it's a time saver as far as that goes. Um, uh, it's, it, it, you know, we have insurance that protects the club. Okay. If, you know, something happens, sure. you know, the, someone, you know, ball gets hit. So, you know, it doesn't happen much, but people do get hit. So there's a nice insurance program there. And we also can customize it. So if you have your caddy program and you're happy with it, great. But we can also train and certify and recruit for you. So that's what they've kind of brought me in um, to help bring, you know, bring the level of the caddying up, try to bring my experience and, you know, some pro tips, et cetera, to, you know, know, to to really help elevate caddy programs at clubs. Yeah. Uh, Is is there a resurgence of caddies uh, that's happening right now, Drano, or is it, is it, uh, is it still kind of just sort of stagnant because golf carts ruin golf? I I mean, yeah, you know what they really do. And part of it is, is we're trying to bring that back. I mean, more people obviously via COVID they're getting outside. They want to exercise. They're thinking more about walking than taking the cart because they want to take advantage of being outdoors. And, you know, like I say, I mean, it's hard to not enjoy the, you know, the camaraderie and the knowledge and the wisdom that you can have with a personal relationship that you have for four and a half hours. Yeah. When you take a caddy. Well, yeah, and, so I, and I think most you, of the clubs, yeah, yeah, I, I think you would agree that I learned more from that time of twelve years old to twenty years old, you know, caddying in a club that I would have ever learned anywhere else. It's it's amazing you know, what kind of values you, you actually get. And, and, of course, you end up with a really bad, you know, you you got you got a bad mouth. I mean, you know, you hear a lot of words out there. <laughs> you know, at 12 years old, I'm hearing well, stuff that's I true. do. Yeah. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You do have to be on mute a few times. But, you know, like I've told people, I mean, I started caddying at a young age. I went to the club. My parents dropped me off. Right. It was a way to make a buck. Yep. I mean, but even if the even if the golfer isn't great, the experience you get, the oh. vision, and the video that you get, and that really helps. Believe it or not, learn the game of golf, and that's how it helped me. I mean, I was able to get to being a one handicapper. That's as good as I could do. Play yeah. a little bit of college golf, but I mean, people don't realize how good these guys are that are on TV oh. that do get their card, or even the corn fairy guys. Oh. They're tremendous, tremendous players. Even the LPGA play, uh, caddies are incredible. Oh, for well, sure. well, you know. Uh, none of them are, are slack at all. They know the game, and they and they know you know their quick studies on the people they're they're working for, and that kind of that kind of thing. I mean, you have to be. Yeah, I mean it's it's. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of practice, and and there's a lot of you know ways to get there. And and I tell people, I go, if you really want to get good at golf, you can. It's up to you what level you want to take. That's it. right. Can you be on the PGA Tour, or the LPGA? Obviously, one percent you know makes it there, but. You can you can take golf wherever you want to take it because guess what you don't need anybody to throw the That's ball right. to all you need is a range a bucket of balls some teaching some coaching however you want to do it and you know the rest is up to you. And uh, Andrew, uh, this is Collins real quick. Um, I know you I'm talking with you and, and getting to know a little bit about you this week. Obviously, we, we talked on the phone earlier. And just about the amount of stuff you've got going on right now is impressive, the amount of workload, especially with the caddy now and everything else. But tell us, tell our audience just a little bit more about what's going on in your world. What other projects you've got going on? Because I know there's some really neat things that I know our audience would be really cool to hear about. Yeah, I mean, my, you know, my bit, I started a business a couple of years ago called Golf Mastery. And basically what I decided to do is take, you know, my 25 years of, you know, what I've seen and walking next to the, you know, the, the best, some of the best and the greatest and actually being part of history. I mean, I was looking back at some of the places and tournaments that I was there. You know, I was actually there at the event just doing my job. 
And so I tried to take all that and kind of bring all that together um, and, and kind of, you know, size it down to a point where I can help folks, you know, get invo- that want to get involved with golf, whether they want to try to be a PGA Tour player someday or they just want to be better at their club or just, you know, trying to grow the game of golf. You know, golf, you know, www.golfmastery.net. I mean, that's my calling card. You go there, and I'm actually running something uh, this month. But, yeah, that you know, the, again, just trying to grow the game of golf and trying to give back um, there. Um, and then, of course, um, you know, we have um, my family foundation, the Leno Family Foundation. Yep. That's a 501c3. We started back in 2012. We're in our 10th year. We obviously uh, got whitewashed last year by yep. COVID uh, because we do public you know, we raise our money publicly by having golf tournaments, and everybody knows where that kind of stood. So right. yep. we've been on a rest there, but we're getting ready to crank it back up again for 22. We give a $10,000 scholarship at uh, Portland High School in Portland, Maine, in, in the honor of my dad, Andrew G. Lena, who is, you know, an outstanding athlete there. So I'm involved with my two sisters and brother and awesome. great, you know, board of directors, and it's been phenomenal. We've never thought we could take it to where it is we started with zero dollars and you know we now we've you know we've obviously invested we've invested the um the foundation and you know yep. into uh in bigger and better stages so it's doing really good awesome. well well those are all great things and again we appreciate you coming on and talking about them all i know that our audience loves to hear about this and especially the the, the large caddy audience we have that are just really intrigued by this program and obviously it's near and dear to both yours and maddie's heart here so we appreciate you coming on and talking with us today about it yeah, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. If they, you know, if they want any information, have them go to caddynow.com, and, and there's you know information there, and have them have them con- you have my contact information, yes. have them contact me, and I'll be glad to direct them. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you for the time, and have a great rest of your weekend, Andrew. You got it. Thank you, guys. Thank you, man. And that and that was Andrew Lano there with the uh, Caddy Now program. He was brought to you by Greater Golf Express, the home of Encore Golf Balls, the official ball of the Golf Shop Radio Show. Purchase Encore Balls in Pineville or greatergolfexpress.com.